Hello, hello, hello. This week, I want to speak on anger because I feel like it is quite misunderstood. There's a lot of negative connotations around anger and the impact that it has on yourself and on those around you and on society at large. There's a lot of negative messaging, especially around what we do with anger. And a lot of the examples that we have are not the greatest. (laughs) There are also a lot of really good ones. But if you are used to seeing outbursts and verbal or physical violence and those ways of expressing anger, then makes perfect sense why anger to you feels like unsafe and like not something that you want to feel because it hurts people. And that's actually not the only thing that anger does. So we have to unlearn this idea that it is always violent and hurtful. Anger also protects us does a really good job of it if we let it. When somebody does something to you or says something to you that is harmful and is not okay with you, you feel angry about it sometimes, and that's on purpose. That anger is meant to be there because it's telling you that what just happened, the way I was just treated, or maybe the way that I'm being treated consistently by this person or system, or government, it's telling you, like, that's not, that's not okay. And you might know that, like, mentally, cerebrally, that, like, this isn't okay, I don't like this. But that angry feeling is also, is also telling you that. It's your body telling you that. Listening to signals from your brain and creating that feeling that sensation inside you that is fueling you to speak up about it and to take action because anger isn't meant to just sit and fume and boil under the surface and never be released or expressed it's just the way that you do that that you have to choose you don't choose to feel angry it happens when it's supposed to and you know if you're a traumatized person and you're triggered by some things the anger may be disproportionate to the event that's happening in front of you if it's your body being reminded of something else. Either way, that anger is valid. It's just a matter of connecting it to the event that it is really directed at and not projecting it everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, what, what can we do with it? Because, obviously sitting there in discomfort and doing nothing is not comfortable. It doesn't feel good and it doesn't really do anything for us always. Like sometimes you might need to because you're, I don't know, at work (laughs) and somebody really pisses you off and you don't have the option to necessarily just up and be like, um, I need to leave. You know, um, that's not always an option. I get that. So sometimes you might need to sit with anger and let it simmer for a bit. And then, you know, when you have a chance, 
go out and scream in your car or or whatever it is that you need to do to release that you know vent sometimes i find it helpful to um do a voice recording on my phone because it's as if somebody is listening and then uh, i can get the things out and feel heard so that's one option but anger doesn't just need to be vented and it doesn't just need to be vented alone because truthfully emotions deserve to be witnessed by safe people and that just means that like somebody who is going to sit there and allow you to feel that way and not try and change it and not become emotionally dysregulated and you know be at a detriment to their mental health to witness you and to hear you in that anger not everybody is capable of self-regulating while somebody is experiencing intense emotion in front of them and that's fair so if you have people that are able to do that for you and are able to truly hold space then definitely it's a good thing to vent sometimes other times you can go for a run you can do any number of things that use that uh, anger as fuel one of the best ways to do that is to direct the anger where it actually deserves to be directed right if you are angry at a system of oppression or angry at a specific person or something like that venting that anger to somebody else might be really really helpful and in some moments that's super necessary but the place that it's meant to go truly is what's causing that and i'm not telling anybody certainly not telling anybody especially indigenous people especially black people people of color oppressed people who are angry and grieving and all of the things that they're feeling how to express that because that's not my job and not my place what i am saying is keep doing it because that is such a healthy way to express your anger to protest and to release it back at the systems that deserve that anger they deserve it and you're valid in that 130 percent so the best reason to release it to use it as fuel to fuel activism and to fuel boundary setting and things like that is because then you're not giving it to people who don't deserve it the people around you the people in your family in your friend group you know that when you hold on to something inside your body and you don't allow it to be expressed similarly to a child who knows what they need and isn't getting it they're going to continue to tug on mom's pant leg like mom 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 mommy mom mom like this anger is is tugging at your pant leg being like all right when are you when are you gonna express me when i need to be expressed i deserve to be expressed um hello i need this um and eventually it gets to a point where you're maybe with the wrong person at the wrong time and it just comes out and then at the end of all of that coming out you're like fuck I didn't mean for that to happen, especially not to that person, right? Like it happens. And then 
it's your job at that point to not allow that to become like a shame and hopefully to have the conversation with that person and let them know where you're at and hopefully they understand. But, you know, that could all be avoided a lot of times by expressing the anger towards what actually is the cause and by giving that anger as fuel to fuel action and that way it doesn't come out in ways that don't feel so good that don't feel healthy truly not that any of it has to feel good or comfortable that's not the point but anger is fuel emotions are energy and they can be used positively or negatively you can do harm to other people with them and you can also keep yourself safe and set boundaries with your anger so it's kind of up to you what you do with it and when it comes to boundary setting and anger sometimes it has to be right in that moment when somebody pisses you off or hurts you and i'd like to caveat that with your feelings are your responsibility so while something that somebody does or says might have an impact on you that causes a feeling it's your job to process that and not give it to them so you can set a boundary right then and there i'm sorry i'm not gonna let you talk to me like that and i need to leave I don't want to be a part of this conversation anymore, etc. Those are all things that you can say with anger that might be hard otherwise. And that angry energy, that fuel, gives you so much power in that moment to say those things. So it's really important to pay attention to the sensations in your body always especially because when you feel anger come up that's letting you know that a boundary needs to be set and that a behavior needs to change and how you're being treated maybe needs to change or how what you're doing even needs to change if you become angry with yourself even there are different levels of anger you don't just start at rage You might start at rage if you're not attuned to the lower levels of anger and suddenly you realize, like, why am I raging right now when I didn't even feel angry before and now all of a sudden it's coming up, you know? Like, if you have lived your life in a way that has caused you to not notice those lower level angers, like being annoyed, being irritated, being a little peeved, things like that, then... You might not notice until they build and build and build and build and become rage and then they're impossible to ignore because you're raging and like that feels like a lot. So how can we notice the lower levels of anger that aren't as intense? Part of that is by experiencing them consciously. So you can do this on purpose to help you get used to noticing those lower levels of anger. Think of something that makes you really angry. What does it feel like in your body? What sensations come up? Where do you feel it? Is it in your chest? In your gut? Are your fists all balled up and you're ready to fight? Are your teeth clenching? You can notice 
lower levels of anger by bringing up emotions or memories rather that remind you of those feelings. And they literally will train your mind and your brain and your body to just like notice what that is like next time. The more you practice, the better you get at it, just like anything. Some other ways that you can bring up this anger to start noticing it before it becomes rage. Grab a towel or a washcloth or something and squeeze it really, really hard and twist it. Like twist the actual shit out of it. And that motion can bring up the feeling of being angry and just like strangling something. It's not violent. It's a washcloth. And it's letting you know this is what it feels like when I'm angry. Remember that if you're not used to this, it can feel very uncomfortable and it's important to allow that to feel uncomfortable and not run away from it or stuff it down or shy away from it. That being said, set yourself a time limit if you're going to experiment with anger because the last thing that I want for you is to get into a place where you just are flying off the handle and you feel really dysregulated in your nervous system because you leaned super, super far into anger and you thought about all of the things that have ever made you angry ever before in your life and all of a sudden it all comes out and you're like, eh, I don't know what to do. That can be like pretty helpful actually as a release, but um, you're probably going to want to do that with the help of a therapist or somebody who you trust that can help you to regulate. It's a really wonderful experience, truly, but maybe not as your first time. That's just my thoughts on it. <laughs> so you can practice that. And I would really encourage you to because it's so important to get in touch with our anger so that we can notice it and so that we can know what is and isn't okay with us. We can use it as fuel to create change, not just to protect ourselves. We can use it to create change in our lives, in our relationships, in the world around us. There's so much more of a conversation to be had around all of the things that anger can do and, and what it is. And I would really, really invite you to explore what that is for you and do your own learning on it because there's so much to know about ourselves always and anger is a feeling that you have it will be a part of you forever and the sooner that you make friends with it and understand it and give it the time and space that it deserves the more that it can actually serve you and not be this terrifying thing that takes over sometimes i hope that you can find gentleness in that curiosity as always these ideas are so much more multifaceted than this please take my words and add your own to them change them mold them into a conversation of your own and share this borrowed energy i'm joy love and thank you so much for listening take good care